This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 790, The Trophy, an Essay About My Dad and Fatherhood, by Jeff Goins of GoinsWriter.com. Hello, everybody. Greg Audino here, your host on Optimal Relationships Daily, the podcast where I narrate from the world's top relationship blogs every episode, all the while helping you to optimize the relationships in your life. I hope everyone is doing well today. I know you are all antsy for the weekend, and today I have a post for you that will help you go into the weekend with some gratitude and maybe some new thoughts about your role as a parent or your relationship with your own parents. So let's just do what we came here to do, everyone. Let's hop right into it and start optimizing your life. The Trophy, an essay about my dad and fatherhood, by Jeff Goins of GoinsWriter.com. Note, my friend Mark wrote a book about his dad and asked me to write the foreword. I was honored to do so, and with his permission, I've included an adaptation of it here. As a new dad myself, I am learning why it's important and hard to be a dad. Somewhere buried deep beneath the stacks of comic books and other remnants of my childhood is a trophy. It's old and wooden, but in good shape. On the top stands a small figure made of brass. He's playing soccer. There are dark brown stripes along the sides of the trophy and decorations on the front. The whole thing is maybe 18 inches tall. Near the base is a small placard. Somehow, over the years, it has never fallen off. There is an engraving which reads, J.K.G., Most Improved Player. I played soccer for only a few years. For most of my childhood, I was a non-athletic kid whose only claim to fame was a spelling bee medal. I was chubby and sensitive and shy around girls. I didn't get many awards. The Trophy For two seasons when I was in elementary school, my dad coached our boys' soccer team. I couldn't run from one end of the field to the other without getting winded, so I played defense. Dad, who had grown up playing baseball and football, never mentioned it, never called me fat. Instead, he taught me to use my body weight to my advantage. If you don't use your hands, I learned, you can get away with a lot in soccer. My dad taught me to aggressively nudge my opponents out of the way to get the ball. At the end of the year, he gave me a trophy. Later, I learned the County Soccer Association didn't hand out trophies that year. I discovered there was a store near the mall that let you swap figures on old trophies, like a bowler for a soccer player, for example. But I didn't learn this for many years, not until around the same time I was old enough to understand that our cocker spaniel Jesse hadn't run away. A sweet silence. When my dad handed me the award, we exchanged no words. None were necessary. 
The trophy said it all. Well done. For years, it would sit on my shelf, resting near a window, easily seen by passers-by. My dad had a special way of telling me he was proud of me. How he did it was as significant as that he did it, always in a way that was honest. If my placard had said, team's best player, I wouldn't have believed it. I was smart. That would have been insulting. But I could handle most improved. And he could have put a number of variations on it. Instead, he stamped the trophy with three important letters. J.K.G. They were my initials, Jeffrey Keith Goines. But they were also his initials. No sign of Junior appeared anywhere. As far as the trophy was concerned, there was no distinction between my father and me. It's no wonder I never got rid of it. From Boy to Man As the years went by and I grew from a boy to a man, my relationship with my father ebbed and flowed with the patterns and conflicts of life. As all sons do, I eventually came to see my father as a man, a flawed human being, the last thing we want our dads to be. For a season, I let this lead to disillusion. But now, whenever tempted to be disappointed, I recall that trophy, and I remind myself that most dads do the best they know how. The relationship a man has with his father is unlike any other, which really is just a euphemism for weird. The role of these men is to raise us. They teach us how to build a shelf and fix a toilet. They model strength and resolve for us. They train us up in honor and integrity and how to ask a girl to the prom. And sometimes they don't. Either way, we grow to admire and even fear them, to hold them to an ideal that likely would mortify them if they knew it. There is a mystery to our fathers, a piece of these men that we never know. Through their silence, they teach us, and this is part of the legacy our fathers leave us, if we will recognize it. The fatherlessness in us all. There are some sons and daughters who grow up with fathers, and some who do not. Most of us, I've found, are in both groups. We had a dad, but not completely. Or we grew up in a broken home, but others stepped in to fill the father gap. Either way, we are forced to maneuver the chaos of puberty, college, and careers seemingly on our own, but not entirely. The struggle may cause us to grow bitter, even cast blame on our dads for not being there when we needed them most, or the opposite may be true. We become frustrated because they never empowered us, never let us fail. Whatever the case, we are dissatisfied. This is how all journeys begin, in search of something lost or something never found. As with most journeys, this one leads us back to where we started, back to awkward dinner conversations and pregnant pauses on the telephone, back home. Most men I know, and maybe most women, are asking a question their fathers didn't answer. Am I good enough? Do you love me? Why did you do this? Some spend their entire lives agonizing over the answers. As I've grown up, I've realized there were questions my dad simply could not answer, even if he wanted to, and others he already had in his own way. You just listened to the post titled, The Trophy, an essay about my dad and fatherhood, by Jeff Goins of GoinsWriter.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. 
It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, I think the post from Jeff today is such an important read for so many people, including those he mentioned who just sort of grew up with a father, you know, a father who seemed to have underperformed. Now, this article reminds us that each parent-child relationship is unique and that it's important for us to remember this as parents ourselves or as people who have challenged relationships with our own parents. We all have unique ways of expressing love based on how we are, how we choose to express, and how capable we even are of expressing. So see this as a reminder to find ways to express love in a way that's meaningful to you, and forgive those who might not have been able to express love in a way that you expected them to. Oftentimes, what we mistake for a lack of affection is really just misinterpreted or poorly aligned attempts at affection. And being patient with people in this confusion, I'll call it, is a really powerful way to build or rebuild relationships properly. And on that note, our ORD week has come to an end, everyone. Really moving read today. I hope you have a marvelous weekend if you're listening in real time. Take care of yourselves, everyone, and be sure to come back again on Monday where we will have a new roundup of valuable relationship content and where your optimal life awaits.